There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. My name's Pete Allison and I think we, we should be able to speak to Dave Cribb. Uh, that's correct, Peter. Ahoy, hoy. I was trying to do like the correspondent delay, you know, like when they're on the news and there's like nice. a, yeah. a slightest uh, satellite delay, but it yeah, doesn't well, really they just work in audio. a bit awkwardly. <laughs> yeah, no, and exactly. also this is now quite awkward because I think we've got a delay. Oh, we've got a real delay now. Oh, it's all gone to shit, hasn't it? Hello? Hello? We're fine. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all. Uh, how are we? Uh, yeah, I'm all right, thanks. Good. Just been for a run in the sun. Oh, a sun run? Yeah, sun run. And I cycled to and from work today. Flipping neck, mate. All right, chill your beans out. Stop doing know, exercise. Right? My, my beans are very unchilled. I've been just for a dog walk so far, so that is pathetic in comparison, I'd say. Well, that's still nice. Have a little cycle later, maybe, actually, Pete. Good. You fill your boots. In your face. Um, should we talk about friends, then? Yes. Good episode. Well, as Vary says. So, first things first, we should do the traditional Dave and Pete apology, shouldn't we? Why? What have we done? We got our name wrong last week. Of course we did. <laughs> but only because we were going off the Instagram. It was We, we were guessing off the Instagram username, um, but we absolutely got it wrong. Um, and it's not Verity. It's Vary. So, Vary, <laughs> we're sorry. We're, we're Vary, sorry. We're very sorry. Oh, but I bet you hate that so much. And I bet everyone makes it. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, Vary's message reads thusly. Hello. I absolutely love the podcast Hello. and the quiz. You know, you don't have to respond to every line, Pete. Don't worry. Oh. Uh, I've been a fan of the podcast for ages. That's very lovely to say. I've been a massive friend for my whole life, but my son is still a bit young for it. And my fiance is not a fan. So getting to hear you guys chat about it every week is one of my favorite things. Oh, that's nice. Oh. We're sort of filling a, a familial gap, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm very much a series one to five person, but there's no denying how funny this one is. I believe this is one of the elusive jackpot episodes. Oh, trademark friends with friends uh, catchphrase jackpot, isn't it? Which, yeah, we've, I don't think we've used that for a while. Not for a long time. It didn't catch on, did it? No. Well, no. And thanks to Barry for bringing it back. <laughs> we are much appreciated. <laughs> it's a it's a plot based jackpot, guys. Uh, yes. whereby we these episodes, elusive as they are, uh, is where each of the three storylines is, is a banger in itself, you know? And there's no, yeah. like, weird third one where, like, Phoebe's trying to fly a plane or something, you know, something weird. 
That is actually one, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, whatever you say, it's probably happened in Friends. Even isn't, there's a mad. reference to her going down to an airport and trying to hijack a plane. Yeah, it? that's the resolutions, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, good. Bizarre. Uh, the weird, disturbing sibling relationship needs to be addressed. Agreed. Uh, thanks so much for the podcast and quizzes. Always something to look forward to. Vary. Uh, and the episode she's going for is The One Where the Stripper Cries. Great choice. Which is a great choice, actually. Yeah, And, and again, when I think you said it last week, you said The One Where the Stripper Cries, and I didn't immediately think of the other two plots, as as is often the case, isn't it? But Vary's right. Each of the plots is strong in itself, isn't it? Yeah, very good. And it's actually a slightly longer Friends episode by about seven minutes. Yes, a 27er. So this originally ran, apparently, without adverts as a big NBC drive. Right. Um, when it first went out in February for the February sweeps on NBC. Right, um, but yes, so apparently there is a version of this episode when, so, you know, if it gets put out on, say, E4 now, it needs to have adverts in still. So there's like a version of it where everything's just really bizarrely condensed and all the sort of um, bits between scenes are just really squashed and it's apparently really weird to watch. Yeah, well, I enjoyed the full version. Well, keep an eye out for it if it's ever on TV and see if you can spot the sort of weird, squished version they've had to ham together. Okay. Um, first released February the 5th, 2004. That's a detail we never give out, but here's a synopsis. Oh, oh production code, Pete, 176260. Just uh, noting that one no, down. down. Exactly. 260. <laughs> Good. Monica and Rachel throw Phoebe a bachelorette party, but Phoebe's disappointed there's no stripper, so they hire a male stripper, brackets Danny DeVito, at the last minute. But when he gets there, Phoebe insults him and he begins to cry. Uh, Ross and Chandler, meanwhile, attend their college reunion and remember the girl they made a pact not to date. I'm not going to read the rest of that. It's just This is one of those synopsis where they've just written out the whole thing, you know? Um, and meanwhile, Joey is a guest star on the television game show Pyramid and does horribly. <laughs> Um, so yeah that's the vibes and two guest stars in this one Pete Donny Donny Osmond playing Donny Osmond Danny Uh, Danny Oh, oh, three guest stars, yeah. Vito. And then the person about. who's who, who plays Joey's fellow celebrity, who is famous, but I don't think they even... She doesn't even speak, does she? Uh, no, she's um uh, another American soap star. We did this on our quiz, on our last quiz. It was Name All the Friends cameos that have played themselves, of which Donny Osmond is a correct answer, but we said deliberately please do not include all the American soap stars. So she was one. She was someone from General Hospital, wasn't she? Because we don't know any of those people. Um, and in a few episodes, there are sort of real people from Days of Our Lives and whatnot. But also, uh, Ellen Pompeo, who plays... Um, Missy. 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 Yeah, I don't know why my brain just collapsed there. She's 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 a, a famous as well. She is yeah. she is off of Grey's Anatomy. She is Grey off of Grey's Anatomy. Doctor, is she? Doctor... I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. It's a real blind no, spot in neither. my life. But she is Doctor... I've written it down. Doctor Meredith Grey. I feel like I know that name. I feel like that's a popular culture reference because of because of Grey's Anatomy. Faint because yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. of the massive TV show she was the yes. lead in. Yeah, maybe it could be. That might be it. <laughs> <laughs> What time of day is this taking place? Evening? Well, it's light outside of the bachelorette party. Okay. The TV show's been recorded. I said, I, I'd imagine that sort of TV show would be recorded in the daytime, right? So I think those two are lying. But yeah, then the high school reunion party, that's not an e- that's not a daytime do, is it? That's an evening do. No, you wouldn't think so. But then Ross arrives, Ross and Chandler arrive back after 
the high school reunion party to Monica's in what seems to still be sort of just the middle of the day. Yeah, when Monica's just sort of winding down. Yeah. So anyway, it's the sort of thing that we would have got bogged down in in early Friends with Friends days. And I think we just have to chalk it up to, don't worry about it, lads. Yeah, get over it. But what bloody time of day is it? That's what I want to know. Some heads need to roll for this. Well, Phoebe has afternoon tea, doesn't she? Yes, it's definitely daytime because it's afternoon tea, exactly. And it's light outside. There you go. Conclusive. There you go. Well, yeah, but why is the high school party a a daytime affair? Because it's lame. (laughs) <laughs> it is lame. We can talk about the high school party when we get to the high school party. Um, pyramid. Yeah, let's start with Joey. Um, so Joey's going on Pyramid, a, a real game show with real Donny Osmond. Good little cameo, yeah. isn't that? Imagine you were Donny Osmond and you were guest starring in Friends. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to be the big cheese on set this week. And then you walk in and Daniel DeVito's over there. <laughs> yes, true. Got it, eh? Uh, it's a very season 10 version of Joey, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like stupid, 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 isn't it? It's like unbelievably the, stupid. The nadir. It's, he's. I mean, he's predictably bad at the game, isn't he? We. I presume we would have guessed that at any time of his stupidity. But and I'm not going to go against Varys claim that it's a jackpot because I think it is really funny. But the first instance of when he's just saying the words accidentally is that's the bit I don't. I'm not really on board with. You know. Yeah, it becomes a little bit more sort of. His stupidity becomes a bit sort of... Like, his success at the quiz becomes a bit more coincidental, doesn't it? Whereas yeah. at the start, he's just not even trying to play it. No, he's just saying the word supermarket. You know, like, it's... It, that feels like he's too stupid there. Then there's the middle bit, which I... I the sequence where Joey is doing the, the the first guesses is excellent. You know, the paper snow, a ghost. Yeah, it's, it's heavier. Great. It's heavier than that. Oh, the dog, the earth. And it's like, it's that... I think that's kind of plausible Joey stupidity in the sense that he just doesn't really get the game and he's not following the sequences, you know? So you know how Gene gets... Really angry with him because he's not doing well. What's up with Gene? Um, yeah. Gene says, you just lost me 10 grand. Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> That's not... Quiz shows don't take away money that you had before you arrived. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, that's that's not how it works. You hadn't earned the money, Gene. So, yes, Joe is frustrating, but you're not actively losing money because of him. No, yeah, you, you, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Joey is frustrating, but Gene is a bit of a dick because if you've gone on the game show basically going, well, this is how I'm going to pay for my kid's college or whatever. And my surgery. And my surgery. Like, I feel sorry for Gene. He's obviously in a tight spot, but... Yeah, you, and his solution is to go on a TV quiz show featuring Donny Osmond. <laughs> and daytime soap stars. Get a financial advisor, Gene. <laughs> this is a surefire guarantee. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. Poor old Gene. He has, a, he has a bad time of it, doesn't he? And actually... Yeah, like you say, when Joey does eventually finally get on that role in the when he's in the the winner's circle, that's a very American quiz show, isn't it? Mm. He, he gets so close to it, and then it's and it's the supermodels that lets him down. And so I guess Gene would be livid at that stage. You know, when uh, things that burn is the category, yeah, and uh, peeing is a clue that Gene gives, and Joey immediately gets, therefore, sort of understanding you know, yeah. having some sort of experience that his pee burns. Um, that sounds like some sort of urinary tract infection or an <laughs> STI, and he needs to get that looked at because that's not right. He um he sort of regularly references 
pee burning, doesn't he? Yeah, like, that shouldn't be happening, shall we? It, it certainly shouldn't be happening sort of consistently across 10 years. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> occasionally, maybe, there might be a... That's uh, just how peeing works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a lesson that could have been taught on Friends about, yeah, like you say, for example, STIs. Yeah. Um, that hasn't been taught through the medium of Joey's pee always burning, apparently. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's strange that he leaps so quickly at that one. What I would say about the quiz, and this is another reach out to our American listeners. Mm. By the way, thanks for everybody confirming that you absolutely can't just walk in and use someone else's medical insurance in a hospital, as per sure, last week's yeah. episode. Um, it feels like when Joey gets the roundabout things associated with the United States Congress, <laughs> that is... Like, would that have happened in Pyramid? Or the, do the categories really swing from the last round where he's guessing mayonnaise and ketchup to then yeah. having to guess filibuster, legislature, rotunda and addendum, you know? It feels yeah. like that's, a, that's, that's harsh on a man that couldn't guess cream. Rotunda and addendum, <laughs> I... Uh... I, I don't understand. Well, so like, how, would you, how would you do that in like five seconds? Do you know what I mean? You've got, you got 20 seconds and you've got to explain quite complex political and legal yeah, yeah. devices. We'll if, let Joey off there. Well, I think we will, because I also don't feel like that's a very good viewing experience. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not a very, uh, it's not, it's, it's a bit sort of trivial pursuit rather than fun. Yeah, well, I mean, Pyramid is basically the game Articulate, isn't it? Yes, sure. And I, don't, I think if we got around on sort of, political devices uh, you'd be like should we skip this one guys i don't want to have to explain what a rotunda is um so that's that's that joey gets through he almost wins gene 10 grand but he doesn't and um the end of pyramid isn't it yeah that's the end of it move on to the next bit shall we let's do that with the help of a little musical ditty yes yes yeah Uh, DeVito or Dr. Meredith Grey? Mm, I kind of want to save DeVito. Save DeVito, okay. So, the college reunion... It's weird, actually. This is... in the This backs up the jackpot thing that Vary was saying. Every single plotline has a very famous guest star in it. Yeah, true. Just spending that season 10 budget. Yeah, clearly, aren't they? They're all on a million dollars an episode, if, you know, reports are to be believed by now. So, they're just throwing cash around. I was pleased when I saw that it had flashbacks involved because they are fun. <laughs> they are fun. Although what I would say about the first flashback, it's about a two and a half minute sequence that could have been explained in a sentence. Yeah, I feel like they perform differently in the flashbacks. Like It's like it's a skit and we're in on the joke. It's yeah. like a little scene from SNL or something, isn't right. it? Like it, They're definitely sort of self-aware when they're doing that. Yeah, they're doing sort of very stereotypical American high school, high school sort of, you know. High stool. High, high stool. Um, high school, like stoner characters is what I was going to say. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're channeling like a, a caricature more than anything else, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. But the first flashback was basic. They, they sort of explain it already, like asking me to break the pact. Remember that pact we made when we wouldn't ask Missy Thingy out? And then they go to a flashback, which is just a series of funny old references like the Mac and the font and, you know, all of that sort of stuff, where they yeah. just basically say the same thing again. So I'd say, given this episode is four minutes longer than it needs to be, <laughs> that's a scene that could really lift out very easily. Yeah, that could have gone. Um, what's the dress code of the party? That's my question. 
I mean, the, the I it's not a style. I don't recognise what they're wearing <laughs> as being. Well, it's initially eighty seven, isn't it? Um, I I don't recognise that as being late eighty style. It's it's not really any style. It's just it's oh, bizarre. Oh, the flashback. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm in the actual the current party, but the flashback. Oh, oh yeah. you mean Ross with his polo neck <laughs> well, Chan- and yeah. his long. <laughs> Brown leather jacket. Tan leather jacket. And yeah. Chan- Chandler's in like a smart open neck suit. And yeah. pretty much everybody else seems to be dressed for a kind of formal, if not if boring occasion. Yeah, um, pretty um, wild week in the costume department, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, they clearly forgot to get Schwimmer a suit. Also, polo neck with a long leather jacket what over it inside is yeah. very warm. Every, every, All of those items individually are, are, are too warm. Yeah. Never mind, bring them together, yeah, I agree. No, but you're quite right, this, the flashback style is, they've just gone for bad style, I think. Yes. <laughs> Rather than a specific era or trying to reflect anything. Like Chandler's outfit in that, what was he wearing? Like a sort of piano tie and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Very peculiar. There are some funny lines in that first flashback though, aren't there? Like when, um, I think my highlight is Shrimmer saying... When Chandler says, I had sex in high school, and Schwimmer get, and Ross goes, me too, I'm good at it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that is good. Really sort of, that Ross insecurity coming out is very funny. Um, and then we get, uh, oh, it basically turns out, doesn't it, that Chandler broke the pact in another flashback. I'll tell, tell you what, there's a lot of it this episode, people standing on their own at parties. When Ross and Chandler enter the high school reunion, Missy Goldberg's just standing on her own. Yes, and Ross approaches her like he's about to take her down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like I know Chandler and Ross are now currently still friends so they turn up to this party together but I wouldn't say it's a successful high school reunion if within minutes some people are just stood on their own at a table having a drink you know yeah nobody you want to catch up with no there's no good format there for the sort of party organisers to be like hey guys why don't we all chat together but then also at the flashback when uh, Monica and Rachel arrive at the college party Chandler's just stood on his own in the middle of the room as well why can't why don't people why aren't people good at doing parties yeah dreadful well i mean friends uh, as we see with phoebe's bachelorette party it's a, they've basically turned the apartment into a cafe with full of people they don't know <laughs> there's so many of them it's hilarious there's so many tables it's, it's implausible that phoebe's like ever a fucking met pizza this express it's, there's so many people in there monica in the flashback she's She's afraid of being unable to get out of a beanbag chair, right? Because yeah. it's a sort of it's a it's a fat joke essentially. But then I thought watching this, she's really not that big. No, 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 exactly. Like I, I know that she makes a couple of references to having lost a bit of weight. Like she says she's lost four pounds, doesn't she, at one point. Mm. But given that she's wearing a suit to make her look bigger, the end product is not a particularly big woman. And no. in my head, I think I've got this memory because they make so many fat jokes that she's like absolutely ginormous. And she really isn't. No, she's just a slightly overweight woman, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that's, and that's probably where a lot of the problems with the sort of the fat phobia in itself is is a, is one thing, isn't it? But then exactly to, to launch all these like continuous barbs at somebody that's just just not... You have to make that person like comically, cartoonly fat, don't you, to make those jokes work? Yeah, and the joke of the fact that she sort of ordered a pizza to the party feels a little bit lazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of strange, and it was one of the things that struck me was that it's a bit odd that they're still doing those quite lazy fat jokes in season ten. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it felt very early Friends, those sort of things, but they're they're still rolling with it. 
and then the incest. <laughs> well, what a catchphrase for our podcast. <laughs> and then the incest. Uh, before we get to the incest, why do, as we're supposed to believe, women in high school in America find college guys, like, almost irresistible? Like, Chandler's a dork. Yeah. Rachel doesn't fancy Chandler, right, at any point. She shouldn't. No, like, but he just says, I'm in a band. I'm in um, college and I'm in I'm a band. Go, after yeah. after all, also launching in for a kiss, I'd say very problematically. Um, but then he goes, I'm in college and I'm a band. And she's like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Crack on. Crack on. Like, what's, what? why is a college guy so, like sort of absolute end of the rainbow pot of gold vibes, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It's such a bizarre dynamic. But they talk about it quite regularly in Friends, don't they? And other American things. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's a deleted scene as well, actually, when Chandler and Rachel start kissing, which is probably deleted for the correct reasons because it's weird. But um, they cut away when they start kissing. But in the deleted scene, Pete, and I'll send you the link to it in a bit, uh, Rachel stops kissing him after, you know, when the kiss ends, Rachel immediately falls to the floor and passes out. Oh, no. And Chandler's line is, Oh, good. Now I've killed one. Oh, crikey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. I think it's best they left that one out. Yeah. Thankfully, someone on Reddit found it and dug it out. Very peculiar. So, yeah, okay, the incest. I mean, it's a horrible bit of story, but their horror at the incestuous kiss is proportionate. Yeah, it's awful. It's it, horrible. It is very funny. I've literally written in my notes, can we not talk about this for too long? Because it's horrible. Yeah. I I just love how sort of high-pitched Monica gets because she's so appalled. Yeah. And the whole you were my sort of realisation where they have that you were my first kiss, uh, yeah. that bit's great as well. Yeah, it's 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 just because it comes off the back of Ross describing like in some detail, too much detail Quite you might sort say. sort of tender. Right, this tender, like <laughs> really meaningful. Oh God, it makes my skin crawl, this plot line. It is appalling, yeah. It's really horrible. And there's also like, b- before that, when Chandler's conf- about to confess <laughs> the funny Ross uh, mis- misunderstanding where he says, what did you do to my mum? <laughs> Which, yes. in light of what in- does that actually happened, just makes the whole thing even weirder. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I just, oh God. I, I, it's one of the only Friends plots where I just like shudder a bit when I watch it, that Ross and Monica incest bit. Yeah, it's proper gross. Weird, isn't it? That you can just have a sort of over incest plot line in a 9pm sitcom. Yeah. What this plot line does mean though is that Rachel at some point has kissed all of the other friends now. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So obviously she she's kissed Ross and Joey and their various relationships and then she kisses Phoebe and the Winona Ryder one and Monica for a minute when they're trying to swap the apartments back and now she's yeah. kissed Chandler so um, yeah ticked Bingo. them all off hasn't she yeah well I mean as Monica does say I thought she became a slut after her nose job because she <laughs> kissed two men in one night at a high school at a college party not particularly uh, slutty it feels like not the definition of what you would imagine that would mean doesn't it um, but there you go, Monica. You judgy little prude. It's an S-pod thing. 
the podcast revisiting S Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge watch this, anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly <laughs> truly appalling. Guests helped me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase sex object in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds. Do you think, do you think this is one of the problems of this show is that seven is too much? It's an S-pod thing from Great Big Owl. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Okay, the tea party, the DeVito tea party. Yes, with the uh, extensive effort put into, you know, catering to a very large number of people. <laughs> catering to a large number of people, but so boringly. Like, yes, it's very dull, isn't it? Phoebe is right. This, I is. mean, that is the joke, isn't it? That yeah, it's dull. But it's really dull. I mean, should Phoebe have known when they said, why don't we do afternoon tea for your bachelorette party? If she really wanted this, should she have sort of been like, why don't we go to Vegas on a Saturday night, you know, and not just have tea in your apartment? Because that sounds shit. Yeah, everyone's just sort of sat around politely, aren't they? Um, yeah, and like you say, loads of people we've never met. There's so many of them. The strangest thing about the way this plans out is that when the unattractive old stripper starts to cry and the three of them have this big drama... Everyone else is just having a chat in the background. <laughs> yeah, they just carry on. They just carry on like, oh, no, just crack on with this sort of tea party vibe, shall we? Um, I mean, this is just part of our standard, who the fuck are all these people in the background of a party? But it's really pronounced in this one, because like you said before, <laughs> there's so many. Like, if this was a restaurant scene, I'd have thought they'd have over-egged the extras, you know? Yeah, it's like no one at any table knows anyone other than the people that they're immediately <laughs> sat next to. Yeah. Um, shout out to being able to book a stripper from the phone book, though. Who knew that was a thing? Yes, I like that joke as well about um, how old's your, old your phone book. That's great as well. <laughs> I mean, I remember phone books. What, what an weirdly old thing to say. But I don't remember... <laughs> they still on? Do you think they still make them, actually? They probably I, do. They must do. But you probably have to request one these days because yeah. they used to just put them through your letterbox, didn't they? Yes, no, Absolutely. But I don't remember there being like a sort of overtly obvious place to find strippers in it. But then I probably wasn't looking as a child, to be fair. Exactly. So. Have you ever um, have you ever experienced a stripper at a party? Uh, yes. Once at uni, I went to a, well, basically this, but without the afternoon tea. So it was like a mixed hen party and there was a, a male stripper there. So I've seen that. Right. I don't think I've... 
been to a party with a female stripper actually ever no i have have you well we've yeah we've we've, we've both done the other one yeah <laughs> as it were at uni it was um one of our friends one of our housemates 21st birthdays oh, yeah and we're having a big house party and we hired him one and her name was um roly poly gloria roly poly gloria yeah okay and um the following week she was in the tabloids because one of JLS had her at their birthday party. Really? So she was in our student house and then a week later partying with JLS. I'll tell you what, that is a varied career, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You get to see a lot of sights as a as a strip. Like there's a lot of strippers in Friends thinking of now you've asked That's me that true, question yeah. and I don't I can't recall at the age of thirty five having ever been to a party with a stripper. <laughs> um, there's a lot of like they make it seem like a very co- common occurrence don't they mm. oh there you go maybe I'm just sheltered Pete you're right actually there's a time where Monica accidentally hires them a sex worker yeah there's the time when a stripper they think has stolen the stolen wedding the rings ring, yeah the engagement ring yeah the engagement ring yeah um, there's the stripper at Chandler's cousin's bachelor party like a, a lot of the parties yes why are there so many strippers yeah there's lots of strippers yeah um, I don't know maybe it was just a big 90s thing having a party hire a stripper <laughs> sure why not other things as well as the phone book that throw it back to the the time of broadcast are Danny DeVito's tape cassette player <laughs> yes but I was impressed that it had a remote control but the size of that remote control yeah, Pete, sure. that was massive it's never good to be impressed when technology is remote operated <laughs> that's a low bar of being impressed Danny DeVito's appearance and the reaction when he sort of breathlessly falls through the door yeah. is great and he is brilliant in it he's such a good guest star like in terms of what a good booking to start with but also he's so good at it isn't he yeah there's, there's like, I couldn't quite find anything to back this up but there's a lot of people talking about this episode saying he sort of a lot of his lines were improv and you know bits and bobs that he added like oh that's a lot of stairs apparently wasn't in the original script yeah no I um, love him but he plays that role so well doesn't he yeah, he is great. And Lisa Kudrow is also great this episode. Yeah. she's Phoebe's a prick, isn't she, in this? <laughs> she is very brutal to him, yeah. Like, very rude. She's A, very rude, but B, just from a sort of like, when she refuses to pay him, <laughs> even though yeah. he's come and done the job that they booked him for, that's there's something really quite problematic about that. Do you know what I mean? She's like, no, I'm not going to pay you, even though you've come all this way, and it's my choice that... You know, if you if you hired a labourer to come in and you're just like, actually, no, I don't want you to do that, having spent all that time coming here and doing it, you, you'd, just, you'd be a massive old bellend, wouldn't you? But in the end, she absolutely loves it. That this is so hot is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When her, her sort of battling with that sort of mixed emotions is um, is really well done, isn't it, physically? I mean, the question has to be asked, how has Danny DeVito had such a successful stripping career for 32 years? That's true. Like, was he really fit in the past? Like we know, like we know what Danny DeVito looked like, but is is Roy Goodbody, <laughs> to give him his full <laughs> character name, is he? Uh, is, is are we supposed to believe that he was once a, a big a big old hunk? Um, it, it, yeah, he must have sort of been on a sort of downhill trajectory for quite some time. Yeah, I'd have thought so, but he's still plugging away at it, isn't he? Like he's still yeah, turning he's, up, he's committed, yeah, still jumping on the bus to go to stripping gigs, yeah, um. His routine's weird, isn't it? 
Like, he is. He's, he's not the most naturally talented dancer. <laughs> no, but even before he gets to the dancing, the sort of <laughs> SNL monologue he does at the top with yeah. just loads of dirty police puns is like and the, the thrusting's very aggressive as well isn't it <laughs> he's not someone Danny DeVito shape thrusting is objectively funny yeah like a sort of ball rolling vibe about it isn't there but um but yeah that just even if he was like a really traditionally attractive stripper with a great body if they just sort of stood up at the, the top and did a few gags before before they started thrusting I just find the whole thing a bit uncomfortable I think yeah, bit of uh, stand-up to place the dance in context. <laughs> yeah, exactly. While someone plugs in his cassette machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I just, I do just love the fact that everyone else is cracking on while the bride and the bridesmaids are comforting an aging stripper who's crying in the corner. They're not. No one, no one gives a shit. The rest of them are like, oh, seems seems pretty normal for a bachelorette party. There aren't many better guest star appearances than this, are there? No, no, it's really good. I mean, as an episode, but also as this specific one, Danny DeVito is hilarious he's really yeah. brilliant the my favorite internet <laughs> favorite internet fact i found pete and like you might be surprised by this so prepare yourself for a bit of a shock okay so here's one of the listings on imdb about this episode danny devito is the second voice from 1997's hercules to make a guest appearance on the show the first one being tate donovan who played hercules in hercules and joshua in friends yep danny devito was his sidekick in the disney film hercules however and here's here's the Prepare yourself for a little bit of a... However, their characters on Friends, Pete, do not know each other at all. No, no. Well, they wouldn't need to, would they? <laughs> I love that someone's taken the time to write all of that out to then explain to us, A, that actors sometimes don't always play the same relationships in different things. And That's B, how characters work. <laughs> yeah, it's just how just shows work. And B, that to just to point out and to, to make it very clear that Joshua, the customer of Rachel's in season four, <laughs> does not know the ageing stripper from season 10. Just in case anyone was under any doubt. So I'm glad we've cleared that up, haven't we? Yeah, very much so. Should we have a quiz, Pete? Let's have a quiz. Or two... When you forwarded me um, Vary's message earlier on WhatsApp, uh, underneath you just wrote, also, she's done a quiz and so has Amy. Classic shambles. Yeah, um, but we'll, well, shall I shall I test you with Vary's quiz and yeah. you can test me with Amy's? Oh, great. All right. Yeah? But let's sort of rattle through them as well because nobody yeah. wants like a long quiz. We'll keep the pace. Quick fire. Quick fire. You ready? Go. You ready? Yeah. What year did Ross and Chandler graduate? 1991. Correct. Who did Ross break one of the packs with? Adrian Turner. Is correct. What is the name of Joey's partner when he goes to the winner's circle on Pyramid? Gene. Surname? Ah, Gene uh, Rufflesbun. It's Lester. Lester. Um, Oh, no, wait. (laughs) Half and half. Why does the man Joey is partnered with say he needs the money? Uh, Knee surgery and a kid in college. Kids starting college, yeah, you yeah. can have that. Where did the stripper travel from? Hoboken. Which is in? New Jersey, is it? Correct. Yes. <laughs> very good. Ah, oh, what time to be alive. God, I'm, I'm very pleased with how that's gone. I'm not going to do as well here, because um, Amy's quizzes are hard, aren't they? Yeah, okay, here we go. Right, quiz, quiz, quiz. 
What is the headline on the newspaper heckles? No, that's last week's quiz. I was like, I'm sure. Didn't even know it's a newspaper. (laughs) No. Uh, What are the name of the two contestants on Pyramid? Is one called Gene? (laughs) One is called Gene, Pete. Uh, And the other one, uh, Karen. (laughs) It's actually Henrietta. But that is a hard question. And I wouldn't feel bad about yourself. Name three of the words from the Jack and Jill went up the hill round on Pyramid. Filibuster. Yes. Addendum. Yes. Rotunda. Correct. You could have also had joint session and legislature. 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 I'm okay. How many years before the reunion did Chandler break the pact? Four. No, before the reunion? Yeah. Okay, uh... 14? Ooh, 16. Oh. Which is actually a point that I forgot to mention earlier when Missy Goldberg says to Ross, so how come it took you so long to ask me out? Like, obviously, because <laughs> they haven't been at school for 16 years. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen each other for 16 years. I don't think that counts as like a delaying tactic or playing hard to get. Uh, 16 years is the answer. What? When specifically was the party where Chandler kissed Rachel? College year and week. Uh, it's the week before Christmas holidays. Correct. And which year of it was it? Uh, of their college. Final year? Freshman year. The other Freshman one. <laughs> that was one of the two you were going to guess. Or sophomore year, which we don't still really know. Um, and what was the name of the song Chandler wrote about Ross kissing Adrian Turner? Betrayal in the something? Yeah. In the common room. Correct. Betrayal in the common room. Good, good performance. Thanks. Good rounded performance Thank of, you very much. Uh, of our quizzing there. What's next week, Pete? Uh, it's a very good question. And uh, I can tell you that it is the one with the fake party. The one with the fake party. Good. Oh, we're diving backwards now, then again, are we? Uh, yes, we are. And who's requested that? Paulina. Paulina. Who is. In Slovakia, but is actually Welsh. Oh, wow. So much to discuss. Yeah. Um, are you our only Slovakian listener? That is a, a fact that I will find out for you by next week. Something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.